Let's talk about The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. I am John Ellis. We've had a big month of discussing movies in November. And as you've heard me say often on the show, as the year grows, the list grows, the movies get better. We discussed a lot of good movies in November. So thanks for taking that time to listen today. Those of you who know, I've been participating in the National Podcast Post Month, when other podcasters around the globe, for that matter, are posting podcasts every single day in November on various topics and various things. So go out there and look for that hashtag, NADPodPomo, and support those other podcasters and, and uh, learn some interesting stuff along the way. So I've got, like I said, I've got great feedback on these daily episodes, and thanks for leaving five-star reviews as well. Now, yesterday I discussed a movie called See You Yesterday. It's a small movie available on Netflix. It's a combination of Back to the Future and The Hate You Give. It's a movie worth checking out because of how different it is and how promising this new filmmaker is. As mentioned in the episode yesterday, it feels like the start of something even bigger. But today we're talking about an indie darling from 2019. The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Jimmy is a young black man living in the Bay Area. Him and his best friend Montgomery spend their day roaming the streets of San Francisco. They often visit an older Victorian-style house in the famed Fillmore district of the city. Jimmy spends his free time repairing and restoring and painting this house, despite the owners not even wanting him there. And that's because this house was built by his grandfather, and he grew up in that house. He often complains that the current homeowners don't care much about the house and are not taking care of it up to his standards. And after the homeowner's mother dies, the house becomes vacant. Jimmy and Mott begin squatting in the house. They even go so far as bringing some of his granddad's old original furniture and making it a home. But that, of course, can't last forever. In the meantime, Jimmy is dealing with what it means to be a black man in the city. He's called feminine by his friends and, and doesn't act, act as tough on the outside like some of them do. Now, what unfolds in The Last Black Man in San Francisco is a man trying to reconcile his history with today, what it all means, what are the lies and what is the truth and where does he belong in the city or anywhere else for that matter. And I'm torn when watching this film. I certainly appreciate the filmmaking, but it's hard to say I was entertained by it. I'm not sure if the story ever reaches the point it's trying to make for me. It's a movie that ultimately, at sometimes, is almost just a bore. But then again, I realize not all movies are for me, and maybe that's okay. The film is directed and co-written by Joe Talbot, along with the star of the film, Jimmy Fells. Two men have very little on their resume before this, but I'm sure we have many more things coming for them, and I look forward to that. Now, I should say, although I said I had some issues with this film, there are some exceptional things worth highlighting here. The movie is certainly a beautiful film to look at. The cinematography is amazing. It's a picturesque ode to San Francisco with a quote they're taking from the movie that says, you're not allowed to hate the city unless you love the city. And that makes sense for whatever city you're from. And when you hear people talk about this movie, the first thing that always comes to mind is how beautiful the movie looks. And that's absolutely all true. But it's also not enough for me. It's a, it's also a story about gentrification. And that's at the root of the story. And that's where Jimmy is struggling to live his life. The Last Black Man in San Francisco also portrays a friendship between these two men that's often not shown in movies. 
As I mentioned, Jimmy Fails is the lead in this, along with his friend Montgomery, played by Jonathan Majors. Mike Epps shows up as a friend Bobby. Finn Whitrock plays a real estate agent named Clayton. He's in this. And then Danny Glover has an appearance as uh, as Montgomery's grandpa. Now, the final shot of a man, and without too many other details because of spoilers, rowing a small boat with the Golden Gate Bridge in the background is the last shot of the film. Again, a beautiful image to leave us on. And The Last Black Man in San Francisco is a good film. But I feel like it wants you to think it's a great film. It's a movie that I wanted to love, but that love sort of never came. So it hurts in the end not to like this. And it hurts just to say it's ultimately the movie is okay. And it's a, it's a real case where sort of the parts of it are not as great as the sum. Because separately, there are lots of great pieces in this film, including stellar acting. The imagery and the pictures looks amazing. The direction is great. You know, all stunning work from all these parts. But together, sort of doesn't come together for a whole story for me. But as a first film for these filmmakers, it's certainly impressive. But in the end, it's a film that seems to have a powerful message that it wants you to know. I'm just not sure what that message is. So there we go. It's been fun having these episodes. There's still a lot more to do and a lot more movies to talk about this year. As always, you can find this episode and all the other ones on all the major channels. Join the discussion online. Let's talk about more movies. You can find me on LSIMovies.com and always on Twitter at LSIMovies. Until we talk next time, I'll see you in the theater.